Welcome, everybody, to Common Sense Christianity. As always, I'm your host, Ethan Foster. If you want to contact us, my number is 850-445-2959. That is 850-445-2959. We will be more happy to, more than happy to answer your questions about the Bible, about Christianity, or about any of the topics that we discuss on this show. So today's going to be a really short episode. I wanted to very briefly uh, look at the atheist objection of mistranslation. So basically, a lot of atheists or even Mormons sort of think this in a way, that the Bible has been translated inaccurately from the original manuscript since we don't have the original manuscript. It's either been corrupted by the by the mainstream church or whatever, or we we have nothing of what the original manuscripts were. So this this is a very reasonable concern. I will admit that, but but it can be very easily explained. The New Testament has over fifty eight hundred copies in Greek, ten thousand in Latin, and over ninety three hundred copies in other languages. If you were to stack all those copies up it would reach a mile high. That's a lot of copies. So the manuscripts used for the Bible are from 150 BCE to the 5th century AD. Now, since we don't have the originals, we need to figure out a way to find out what the original text said, which is not necessarily as hard as people might think. All you really have to do is compare them. So there's a lot of... uh, grammar errors in different manuscripts, but if you compare them, you can figure out what the original uh, person meant. Uh, well, what the original text had. So it, it's not, really not that difficult if you really think about it when it comes to this. So that's really how translators do it. Now, you could argue that it, was, it wasn't uh, necessarily what the originals meant, to say that it could have been corrupted. And I would say if that happened, then they really made a very uh, concerted effort to do so. So what I'm trying to say is, is the original documents, if they were corrupted and somehow got all all 25,000 of the other documents that we have corrupted, then that was a very concerted and well and smart effort. But I honestly do not uh, think that that happened. I think that it required too much faith to believe that in, in general, really. But but another objection that they um, that atheists bring up is contradictions. I'm going to do two objections this episode since they're really quick to go through. So they bring up contradictions, right? And this is another one of the few plausible objections that atheists have. In the Bible, there are a few places where writers appear to disagree on either certain events or certain doctrines. For example, the four gospel writers disagree on how many angels there were or the exact time of day these um, events happened. Or it, not even really that. So they they sort of point to different times of the day. But we can all, all four of the gospels agree that it was the morning time, just different points in the morning, which I... I honestly think that it can be used as proof because it shows the separate eyewitness accounts um, of the Gospels, that they all didn't essentially collude to uh, make the Gospel story. So it can be used as evidence in, if you really think about it. 
Now, addressing doctrinal con contradictions, um, they're not necessarily contradictions. So in the Old Testament, you had to obey the Sabbath. In the New Testament, you didn't have to obey it. It's the Old and New Testament for a reason. They were different covenants. Now, I said this to uh, Mormon one time when I was discussing it with my friend Brian. And he brought up, so you're saying God can change? And I'm like, yes. So why can't he um, change his mind about certain rules that the Mormons have added or make new books, such as the Book of Mormon or Doctrine and Covenants and stuff? And there's a really big difference here. Since the New Testament is a finished or completely new covenant that will last until Christ returns. And Jesus said it very specifically. It is finished. So that doctrine was ended. Now, like I said, again, it's very important that um, you realize that some of the of the contradictions aren't even contradictions at all. If you just talk about the law or different uh, doctrines that Jews and Christians differ on, it's because when Christ came and fulfilled the law, there were different things. The whole thing changed. So you didn't have to obey the law completely in order to be saved. You had to accept the blood of Christ. So thank you guys for listening. I know this was a really short episode, but I want to keep it short and simple to the point. I hope this helped with some of your objections. I love this series. Please tell your friends and family, co-workers about, um, about this podcast. We are trying to grow. We have about 50, 58 listeners now. Well, not individual listeners, but 58 people have listened to this show um, so far. And I really want... Uh, to grow that out more. So please subscribe to the podcast, share with friends, family, coworkers, like I just said. If you want to contact us, again, my number is 850-445-2959. And God bless you. This is Common Sense Christianity. You just listened to an episode of Common Sense Christianity. Please subscribe to the podcast and share it with your friends and family. God bless you guys, and thank you for listening.